0: Welcome to episode 28 of Backpass X Ballastier Khalsa and I've got with me our main man Kel as well. How are you doing Kel?
1: Oh my god, I can't believe it's been 28 episodes uh, when we <laughs> first started. It. it was so long time ago. Uh, pre-season I remember. Yeah, and yeah. And uh, right up till now, almost uh, to the end of the SPL. Uh, I'm doing great, Russ. Um, you know, just uh, midweek Wednesday, whoever's listening in. Uh, thank you for for tuning in, Russ. How are you doing?
0: I'm okay, man. I'm okay. Just pulled my back a bit in the gym, but uh so struggling life. a bit with that. But, life yeah.
1: after life after forty, or not?
0: Not yet. <laughs> close to forty. <laughs> <but> not yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, did you watch the match? The last match against uh, Tampines Rovers.
1: I mean, very very close match uh, in my opinion. But then again, my my theory for Balestier Khalsa. It's always been through. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to stop saying it. Maybe I'm just, you know, always jinxing them. But, you know, we just needed a stroke of luck. But it didn't happen for us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Almost a 1-1 draw. And I know some people say that which uh, dra- dive for the penalty. But the camera angles weren't too clear. So, you know. I mean, you what, can't blame what... the,
1: the, the Singapore referee and, 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 you know, we have no VAR and stuff like that. So yeah, all yeah, this yeah. can, can either work Uh, you know for you or work against you so unfortunately it just worked against us this time
0: yep yep that's been the story of our season as you said but anyways we've got people chiming in with comments hello bros Yasser. Yasser, big shout
1: out man how are you doing
0: yep hope you're all doing okay yep you're doing fine hope you're doing good too so anyways today's episode we've got a big big guest for our episode i remember when we both went to watch uh the match against gelang you told me that the, there is a person that is in line for the job as Belse Kalsa's new coach. He's a right. Southeast Asian technical director. You right. mentioned that. You read it somewhere. I think it's in the newspaper.
1: It was in the newspaper.
0: Yeah. So and then we were started thinking like who could this person be? And we went to the stadium and then we were looking around and thinking, oh, it could be this fellow, it could be that fellow.
1: Yeah, we were looking around uh, at random <laughs> random people. It's like, this guy could be the coach.
0: <laughs> yeah, precisely. And little did I know that the person who has been appointed as the coach to replace Akbar Nawaz is someone we've had on our show before, or not this show, on our parent show Back Pass with Russ when we were previewing the AFF Suzuki Cup and it's none other than Mr. Peter de Roo. Hello, Peter. How are you doing? I'm
2: fine. Thank you.
0: So, you know, of course, since on the back of that show that we did, you know, we've, we've become good friends as well. So it's been a quite interesting uh, friendship we've had. Of course, we bonded over Malaysia and it's quite telling that today is Malaysia's Independence Day. So any Malaysians listening in, Happy Independence yeah. Day to Malaysians, yeah? yeah. So, and uh, we bonded over that and we've spoken, uh, you've shared a lot on tactics and what's going on behind the scenes there. But here now, you're here now at Ballistia Khalsa. Just very curious to know, how do you find out about this? I mean, how do you get this job in the first place? And what convinced you to join Ballistia? Uh, oh,
2: yeah, well, it, it's, it's, it's it's not an um, um, exciting story. Or, or, or weird um, I was actually in us um, uh, find out, out about it because I had no idea what was going on all of a sudden I get a text from um, somebody ballast um, uh, chair and asking me um, Peter what what at the moment what 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 are you doing and, and honestly I I thought that was just about whatever and and then so I said what I was doing and why I wasn't been doing for um, the, the last uh, few weeks and, and and probably what was in the pipe and the next question was um, look um, our coach asked for a release uh, on his contract and we have granted him a Interested to to take over and, and that's.
0: Mm, okay, um, is that person Darwin? Of course,
2: it's Darwin, Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <Don't he> tell. <laughs> each other. And, and uh, um, yeah, he. What are you doing at the moment? And and when I when I said that, look. Uh, i I, i'm i'm talking with with fifa about about a role that i'm interested in think me but at the same time um you know i'm always and and by trade and by nature i'm a head coach and and this was working very closely with behalf of fifa a very interesting role but not nothing set in stone yet so um would you would you be happy to talk about uh, maybe um um, Akbar, um uh, I said, yeah, yeah of course let's let's talk and then that's how it
0: mm, okay and what convinced you to take up this offer then
2: I, I think that there is a few um, the, there's a few things i have a weak spot for the club uh uh, obviously, I know uh, behind the scene, uh, scenes, how hard they work to, to uh, make the club more successful, the energy they put in, uh, that's one thing. So this was a question, do you want to help? Obviously, you want to help people who, who put heart, heart and soul in, in, in a club, club genuine um, working their socks off to make this club uh, to be a better position. and. For for me personally, um, uh, mentioned that in the introduction, technical director, and I've read it somewhere. Uh, um, I also know, for me personally, football um, footballer, a player and a coach by nature and by trade, but sometimes takes you into um, situations. Um, that that um, that track that happened for me um and i i made it deliver um but i also know that if my next job is going to be again maybe be a tech probably branded a techni- technical director for life but by by nature i'm a this also gives me the opportunity to be a, uh, on a daily basis um with players working with coaches and 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 and, and, and yeah for me you know, to be honest
0: okay and i know you as a technical director you've done a great job at uh, FEM and we're thankful to you for that um but what is the difference between the role of a technical director and a head coach uh,
2: obviously there's uh, there's a, there's a there's a massive difference but I, I also think that there is you you need to you need to have a clear def, definition on 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 the two because there is a uh, there is a very big technical director at a club let's say in europe where you're involved in recruitment deals and and all that kind of stuff mm. All If you are a technical direction, because if I would be a technical director at Cambu, my old club, or or in England, then I would not never wear my feet. I wouldn't be directly involved with coaching and with players. What people probably don't realize, as a technical director at FAM, I am mentoring national team coaches. I'm involved in um, uh, the content and delivery of coaching courses. In Australia, um, not only national teams, but I was also mentoring the coaches. So I was on a daily basis. I might not have the technical, the, sorry, the title head coach, but I was heavily involved in session, in the head player players, in, an, in introducing a vision and philosophy. For me, being um, in that role, especially in Australia, where I'm on a daily basis, coach, coach, coaches and, and the players, but at the same time during sessions, made me a better coach actually. Mm. Um, so. Uh, I understand where you're going with this, uh, with the question. But first of all, Nicole director, as we think, um, they operate in. In, in, in um, I've been at, at an association, and I've been at from a football. Uh, sorry, from a technical director from a full-time national team program, which is a completely different being A technical director at at a club. And comes much more closer to being a head coach And hmm. look, I don't want to. Um, I come too technical, but now look at the competencies that I have. First of all, you need to have a vision and a philosophy. For me, that in part of course, um, um, probably the, the the most important topic, uh, probably be one of the things that I've um, been uh, very much involved in. As a coach, obviously, you need a vision and philosophy, and you need to make sure that it's in the the player and expanding football knowledge. And then, as a coach, you only need, and that is being able to conduct and translate your vision and philosophy. You need to be good at game day, and you need to be good at managing your staff, managing off, mm-hmm. managing um, uh, everybody around you. Menacing, um, yeah basically by by doing what I did in the last 10 skills have only got better and better. The only thing that I didn't do was be, uh, game day. Mm. If that. But in terms of vision flow, I've, I've been managing more people than, than, than an, uh, an average coach on a, on a daily basis, and in different cultures. So, all these all these skills have been, uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm better at them than, than I was, uh, let's say, five, six years ago, or, or ten mm. years ago. Um, so, so, yeah, I understand that sometimes people might worry about that, but... There's no need for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was actually a very detailed explanation on yeah. the difference maybe, between
2: a technical director but, and a head coach. Yeah. yeah maybe, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, I think it's important that, 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 that um, people, there's, there's a lot of perception in, in football and assumptions. And I up at Wikipedia and I see technical director, technical director, technical director, my God, this can All That's my core job. It's always been my core job coaching.
0: Okay. And now you've entered the final phase of the league season now. Um, how difficult is it to manage the squad, a squad that you've not inherited as well? How difficult a task is this now
2: for you? Uh, obviously, um, coming in the middle of a season, always uh, a a massive challenge. The reality often is that you have not been part of the recruitment, have not been anything and you come in at the moment where um, you're more or less with the players that are there, with the staff that is there. uh, Because especially uh, in Singapore, um, uh, as a club, you have to uh, submit your budget. Mm. Yes, and, and obviously uh, during the season, you, you you can't. There's not a lot. A lot. So I knew that when um, I was concerned, I couldn't make any changes on what was there. Uh, at the same t- the last two, two games live, one in the stadium, one at home, I've been looking at previous games uh, as well and i still see potential in in this group for the rest of the season um, uh, at least um to I, I think there's a lot of potential within this group of players um, and for me it's simple just either i have to do it with what's there and i still think that we can uh, we can and we can get results
0: Hmm. okay so is it results first or the style of play matters at this point
2: yeah that's a funny one because you know me a little bit better my answer would always be um, on performance and process because in the end if you focus and not get distracted if you if you constantly um, focus on performance and process in the lead to results um, that are based on, 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 on a plan on at the same time I know there's only three months to go so in terms of process there's not a lot of time but um, compromise who I am uh, as a coach so I also think that implementing um, some things and, and the way these boys to play I think that is possible, I will always but I think we can also um, uh, at, at, um, that can also lead to results so, so that there's no um, uh, I, I don't it's either or. I think it, it can come together. But for me, as a, as a person and as a coach, I will judge the players on performance. And um, I'm not going to change that. And I'm, I'm convinced that that can lead to results short term as well.
0: Mm. OK. And um, you've already trained on the Topayo Stadium pitch. It's one of the most uh, heavily criticized pitches in the league. Unfortunately, what what do you make about that?
2: Now, yeah, look, uh, that that was that was a thing. Answer this question, though, because I said to this, and I said to staff, I'm going to say one thing about the pitch, and that's the last thing I want to speak speak about. The more you guys are going to use it for an excuse not to be to play. So, the more I mention it, the more I give you, you uh, room for. Uh, uh, but you probably know me and you know the time and and my vision on, on, on how to play. Yeah. Is the pitch going? Is it going to be an excuse? No, it's going to. It's not going to be an excuse either. Uh, we okay. will deal with it, but maybe. we need to start playing possession of them maybe we need to do that a little bit different
0: Hmm. okay looking forward to that kel
1: (laughs) it's uh you know so mesmerizing to, to to hear him speak very detailed explanation um okay just wanted to so you took the first training session you saw the boys um what is your first impression are they training well
2: fitness levels are there um well I, I didn't really um found on their fitness level i just looked at their behavior i looked at their response to information at their interaction between each other and and to be honest uh, was more or less a recovery session and i tried to implement a little bit on how I want to play without actually telling that, them that yes, yet, because I'm going to do that because I want them to, when we do a presentation for the players tomorrow, I want them to last two sessions and think, oh, that, that is why we did this exercise yesterday. Right. A moment where they think, oh, we trained with a purpose yesterday. Now I understand what it was. And I discussed that with, with the staff. Because I did the, the same presentation with this, but I want to do it with them tomorrow. Um, and so they can think back about the, the last. This is why we did uh, what we did. Um, and when we were uh, going, I looked at their behavior, I looked at their, um, you know, who's the leaders in the group, who is trying to um, uh, also zoom out a little bit because the more you're in the middle um yeah the more you less uh, sorry the be some, some uh, received it did all, uh, all the all the the beginning the warm ups the um, the middle part of the session and i was just you know doing, and 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 this morning we went a little bit more tactical and and i was actually uh, in i was positively surprised by, by uh, how um how how, um, uh, how hard they work in training and how receptive they are so um, yeah till now I'm, I'm very happy with what they have
1: that that is actually good news there's actually good news because last push uh final round um, you know, so it's going to be quite a quite an ask for you to quickly uh, change the result whatsoever. So, Peter, just wanted to you know, we, we hear a lot of good things about you uh, when you were technical director. How would you describe yourself as a coach or as a manager and what can the players and the fans expect from you?
2: Um, well, first of all, I think I have a very of how I want um, I want to play with my teams. and then then there is especially in my case then you there is um, you know when you have a clear vision on, on philosophy on how to play you also know it in, in, in certain kind of position right uh, obviously isn't involved in that um so, so I'm also must players things to do that they can't do at the same time I don't want to move things that I believe in that will get us results um, um so I, I'm, I'm i think I'm i have a very clear, clear idea on how to play the that uh, that that describes me a little bit as a coach is that yeah i'm, I'm very good uh, for, sorry i'm very good i'm very big on on on, on dynamics and a culture within the dress within the staff and high standards
0: um i really want to raise
2: the bar i mean being a professional player um th- there's a lot of things that uh, that that you shouldn't be taking that for granted there's a lot of people who pay tickets to watch you, and, and the, the least we can give them is hundred um, percent effort, and um, and give them something to be proud of. Uh, in the end, we play football because people come and watch games, and uh, um, so yeah, work ethics, stuff like that. Uh, very very important to, um, again, um, Raj mentioned already, uh, um, process and for me indicate whether we can be successful rather than short-term results with players on um, their intent rather than the outcome of an action. If we, for instance, say uh, um, when we lose the ball, we want to be back as quickly as possible or we want you to um, uh, the opponent cannot play a forward pass. I would judge a play whether he lost the ball or not. That can happen. But what is he doing after stopping the forward pass? What is he going feeling sorry for himself that he lost the ball? You know, so, um, a players I think will not notice very quickly that I'm. Everything that's in your control, make sure right. that you control that. Every. Don't worry about it. the weather, the pitch, the referee. Don't get it. there's the four main moments in a game. You know what your task is. That's where you will judge you on uh, whether you lose the ball while you try to make make the right decision. Um, I mean, uh, uh, that's part of football we all make mistakes i make them players will make do what we train and what we uh, what we work on uh, anything else time on that is it's not relevant so um, so hearing what
1: you say i think you're clearly very defined coach uh, all about uh, control and also very clear in what you want to do and uh, you know you try to relate that to your, to your players. And did, I, I know it's just like you, you mentioned earlier, um, you only went for a recovery session, but did you see any uh, spring in a step, uh, of any players, you know, like, you know, the new manager, uh, is coming in. Everybody wants to impress you. Now the, the first 11, um, has, has thrown out and you know, it's, it's all up to you. Any players in particular have, have impressed you so far?
2: Um, I, um, I'm not the type of person that, that will um, go in, into individual play um, but, but as you, as you say when, when, when you are new everything is, is and there that, that is a certain vibe and a certain expectation and it feels different I know how that works but um, it's quickly as well So, um, you're coming from. Um, But I I, I would like to answer the question. Um, I have seen games of Balastier before I started training. Yes, I see quite a few players who I think have uh, uh, a lot of potential, probably a little bit more help and more structure. In and a little bit more confidence in in their own ability. There's some very good young players, and again, they sometimes get singled out in the press. I don't want to do that right now. We all know what kind of players we talk about. That there's, there's players in the squad. Yeah, I totally agree
1: with you. There, are, there are a couple of good, uh, you know, real ballers in the in, in the Ballester team. All right, Peter. The next game, uh, it's a home game, but it's the big one. Um, it's against the very talented the Japanese team, Albrecht, Nigata. How how are you feeling? Are you excited? It's your it's your first uh, game in a dugout, and it's a home game. Well, my my
2: my my. Um... Guys up front, like uh, play against the fellows, right? From from Japan, yeah. um, I, I, looked at, uh, uh, I looked at two or three games. Um, once because I didn't want to go too far back. Um, and 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 look, at it two ways. We are um, a team that's um, on the bottom, and we can. Play against top team, and um, I reckon this is the moment. I mean, it's a great challenge for us. Uh, I don't think uh, Palacios has the two years, two three years. Not sure. I've seen some very big score lines, but look, uh, we need to be brave, and and we need to show that we don't fear anyone in this league. And I think we, we can get we. we have have the potential to give any team in this, even the top two teams, but we gotta play with a little bit more hard and a little, um, brave in our decisions. Um, um, and so we can make it Albrecht's, um very difficult this Friday for sure, especially.
1: You probably you probably saw a couple of games, not only in Ballester games, but you know the games in the SPL in general now are having scores like the street soccer. You know when we are playing street soccer, I think howgang and Lion, yeah, futsal was nine four. yeah, futsal scores, and uh, you know the scores are insane now. It's like I think the average uh, uh, goal per game is like what two or three now, which is which is a real high scoring match. Um, so. I know, I know we spoke about Ballester, you saw Ballester's game, you know a bit of Albrechts. I, I think you probably uh, have an understanding of the SPL, you have seen a couple of teams. Have the teams in general in the SPL impressed you this season?
2: i, I got to be um, always very careful when, when I answer these questions. Um, to me, I see a lot of um, similarities with… Super League. Um, One of the reasons that there are because a lot of games are really transition games. Uh, And and, um, without criticizing coaches or or, but look look between a striker and a central defender. That's almost 70 meters. I have the ball, and we start a but my midfield central defenders are 80 meters behind. If I lose the ball, um, how can I? Enter? So you see a lot of games switching from left to right. And a game in the SBL, and look at uh, um, the distance to the top football is less than half. You know what I mean? The things that. Um, um, that are really uh, noticed the intensity and the distances between lines and players. That, that, um, if you don't organise that properly, then uh, it's it real games that go from from uh, yeah really transitioning games uh, encounter. If if your um, attack is not protected when you when you lose the ball. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is probably one of the biggest things and differences I've known in Malaysia as, as um, with most of the teams, teams um, here. And uh, uh, But when I look at the ability of the players, I, I think this league can be better than what it is right now. I'm, I'm, there that, that, that is a lot of good players in, in Singapore. but. They need. Um, they maybe need a little bit better guidance and help.
1: Yeah, that's 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 uh, one really like you know that's that's very well put um, by you.
2: So the, I yeah? had half Malaysia falling over for me when I saw when I once said that the league is not a reflection of the quality of the players, but I think quality of the coaches. But the coaches are also blame because their environment and in Malaysia and in Singapore, I'm sorry to say it, have let the club, uh, the coaches down with the level of coach education. They've been ready to give courses for 30, 40 years, but they have never... Uh, and, and, and coaching is not the same as it was 30 or 40 years.
1: Right. years right. ago.
2: Still, for coaches and for... So we have failed the players, we have failed the coaches. In Malaysia, they have seen that now. In Singapore, they start to see it. And recognize that four or five years ago, when Andy Roxborough came in, and, and all these guys came into coaching conventions. And to basically leave it off to the members, and, Write your courses, send it to us, we will have it assessed. So, the quality of the It, 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 it is addressed at the moment, but a lot of, uh, coach, um, yeah, more or less a product of coach education. How that is not good enough anymore. Well, wow, very interesting. And, and very interesting. And it's good to see that. Uh, all of the coaches now in the league they are, are on a uh, first pro license for the first time um, uh, in Singapore. Uh, Singapore. Um, and I know the I know the people behind it. I think it's going to be an eye opener and it's going to be uh, looking at the future. It's going to have an impact on the quality of the league because better football starts with better, better coaches. Culture
1: education. Yeah, speaking about coach, the weird thing about even Singapore national team, our national team coach is uh is 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 it's quite a random hire, I would say. Um, you know, that's that's in my opinion, you know. I just put it out there. Um, you know, there are so many talented uh, managers out there you could could get, but you know, they got a random hire, but that's that's me. Um but what you say about like coaching is, is absolutely true. The uh,
2: anything I'm not gonna say anything. Anything bad about FAS? No,
1: no, not me, not me as well. I just said a random hire. Um, no, <laughs> I,
2: I <laughs> honestly, I, I don't know, but um, I, I really think that uh, um, a national team coach job, you guys person that you can find for that job. If that's a foreigner, it's a foreigner. Um, uh, and Singapore coach, it should be Singaporean, in my opinion. But maybe first, and and, and we got to start that. We we you can't continue with bringing in foreigners. We need to make sure that we develop our own. And, um, and 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 I hope national team coach really is going to be a Singaporean. Uh, I also see that in the lead now. Um. Um but they prompted to, to become the national team head, head coach. But the ability and the potential is there and we so need, you know, sometimes to, to reach your potential, it's not good enough to have funds. And the attitude, you need the opportunity to, to develop. And, and that means to be competition, that is coach education, but um, is a lot of talent in singapore in terms of players in terms of culture is not defined by your place of place of birth or your date of birth but the opportunities to develop that talent and i think that has been lacking for players and time and, and hopefully we we can fix that and the next uh, the national team is, is, is because that's how it should be
1: Hundred
0: percent. Ross? Yep. Okay, Peter, I think you're done with the questions. We we'll, we're gonna do some fun questions now. Take it easy. Okay.
1: <laughs> so just
0: ten, I've got ten quick fire questions for you, and then Kel's got something for you as well. So first up, your favorite food. uh.
2: uh
0: Pardon? What's I what's didn't like get it? that. Nasi lemak. Nasi lemak, Oh. <laughs> of course, Malaysia's nasi lemak is better, right? <laughs> that's,
2: that's a no-brain You know that.
0: Yeah. Uh, favorite drink? Um, yeah.
2: That's going to sound boring, but that's water.
0: Okay. That's same as we me. That before, we're of times. That, that's why we're friends. <laughs> 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 Movies or series? What do you like watching?
2: Uh, series
0: okay. Anything you're watching right now?
2: Um, yes, but the last couple of days have been a circus, so I love it. (laughs) I I was uh, watching a series, uh, a Danish series. Um, uh, um, yeah, it was a little bit a thriller and I forgot the name.
0: Okay, all right. Your favorite football club.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, probably uh, the, the club from the city that I was,
0: which is Ajax?
2: Ajax. yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Um, favorite, UK, the...
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: give you favorite, that. We'll give you
0: that. <laughs> favorite female celebrity.
2: Oh my god, <laughs> um. Lady Gaga. Okay. Oh
0: well, that's interesting.
2: That's uh I thought you'll go a
0: bit old school, but okay. Favorite music genre? Uh oh my god. I like that um what what
2: I'm gonna say there? Now nowadays except uh, rap.
0: Okay, you like everything except rap?
2: Yeah, that I think
0: I
1: don't, I don't get rap. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, actually, you mean the rap you
0: mean I the rap these days, yeah, not the not the, the one previous. Yeah, I I yeah, I completely agree with you. The the rap and hip hop these days, horrible. In fact, it's a very interesting thing. Have you been to the have you been with the boys in the dressing room? Have you heard the music they play? Um no
2: I to um now i will i will be there tomorrow um, afternoon but i try to stay away from it. you know and that that's how do you say that that that's uh, that's a place for the players you know what i mean um,
0: yeah, yeah yeah i get it uh, they're big they're big reggaeton fans and, in
2: there. and, and be, you know what i mean but look, look, let me tell you one thing Um do um and and have the music on before that on match day and i don't like it then then i'm gonna put my um usb <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right um if you could go back in time which era would you like to relive oh.
2: Yeah, probably, uh, probably my time as a professional player. Yeah, and and not because, because, um, you know, um, yeah. One reason I would like.
1: Oh,
0: he lost you there,
1: Peter. Oh well, guys, this uh, just a small uh, blip. Network blip. Yeah, and we have obviously. Oh, he's back! He's back!
0: He's back! He's back. Okay, am I... He's
1: back. Yes, Peter.
0: Yep.
2: I, I'm not sure where, where I was. Yeah, I regret the fact that I took a lot of things for granted during my career and thinking, wow, they were special moment. But did I really enjoy it? No, it wasn't. What I mean. Uh, mm. So, uh, um, yeah, I sometimes think, thinking, Jesus, um, I don't even remember that that uh, that promotion or, yeah, some glimpses, but um, I should more than I actually did rather than go through the motions and, and take things for granted. Mm.
0: So, that's in the 90s, right? When you were a professional footballer? Yeah.
2: Well, I'm, I made you, I think, in 89, when I was 18, 19, and my last game I played, yeah, that was the 90s. Actually, a big era in Dutch football. Yep, 90s, a mm-hmm. big era.
0: Yeah, of course. I would like to relive the 90s, too. Was, re-
2: in those years, like, you know, has <laughs> happened for a long time after.
0: Yeah. Um, also, it's quite interesting to know, not many people know this, but you actually played alongside and against some really good players. Can you just share some of the names of the players that you've played against?
2: Um, yeah, maybe for uh, the men United fans, uh, I played a lot against Van Nistelrooy. Uh, and for the Arsenal fans, Overmars, Glenn, and Helder, Burkham. Um, Liverpool. Let me think about Hippia. Uh, Hippia, Do you know him?
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: Sammy yeah uh, Obviously, played a few years in in, in Holland for. Ooh, what a Dutch fans that we have there.
0: We had Mark van Bommel, right? You played against him, or
2: for sure. Yeah, a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we were not the best of friends. In
0: I think he's a nasty player. Was he a nasty
2: player? The, the reason why we uh, uh, didn't really um, didn't get along on the pitch was because we were players. Uh, hmm. We are both nasty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, we're both nasty. All right. Uh, your all-time favorite player? Um,
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, for me, the the, the real Ronaldo and and, and, and probably if looking at my dad's background, um, yeah, it was Marco from Boston for me.
0: Oh, and Boston, yeah. And Boston and Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo. Do you the,
2: play against Ronaldo? Um, No, because... No, I didn't... I don't think I I played. uh, We had a a Julian at PSV before he arrived, Romario.
0: Yeah, Romario.
2: Played played, played against Ronaldo. No. Okay. I think he was one or two, and then Romario obviously played a a few years years longer in Holland. But. Mm, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Romario was also in PSV, and uh Marco and baston you played against him
2: no because, um, they are more or less like like the generation is to you before that's a generation before me me so i'm okay. the generation like Clive, uh, that's a little bit my generation oh. okay the generation was like kuman gulet Van Basten. so when they knew, when they went to ask milan just a couple of years Years
1: before,
2: right? Right, Uh, debut in 89. Uh, Marco left for uh, Milan. Uh, So, I I missed all the that generation I missed because they they were just all
0: okay. All right, cool, man. So, that's some you know of world football's who's who, (laughs) Okay. okay.
1: And so, Peter, just finally before we wrap up. Uh, your first eleven or your main eleven all-time favorite, starting with the goalkeeper. Uh, maybe you can start with the formation. How would you set up and your all-time favorite eleven? Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, oh my god. Um, obviously, it uh, must two types of goalkeepers, uh, and, and there is a real shot stoppers like and 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 you have the type of um, go probably also a little bit better in in uh, modern football. Uh, like um, and and there's a few more. So I think you first need to uh, choose. I think at the mo- moment modern football, I would go for the group of goalkeepers, and then and, um, yeah, it, it could be uh, people like Neuer or. I always rated him um, but let's go because i don't want to let's say no yeah no okay. yeah okay defenders defenders uh, um, yeah i'm a big fan of uh, fan of uh, franco barresi hmm. uh, not the biggest but the way he, he ran, um uh, incredibly smart never got involved and yeah. stuff that you don't want to do on the ball defensively the uh, positioning was very good um, next to him uh, to, to make it maybe an ideal combination maybe not as good on the defensively unbeatable maybe that would be a good combination those two yeah, yeah. Front, go the brains Uh, right fullback uh, always been a big of uh, um, um, yeah right of the right fullback and left fullback have changed enormously over the last 10, 10, 15 years Um, uh, who would I pick as a right fullback Um, to what what's What's the Brazilian's? Is that Cafu?
1: Cafu, Cafu
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. I would, on the left, uh, holding midfielder. Oh my God. Also, the role.
0: Who, who you got? Who you got? Is left back?
2: Uh, Alba?
0: Oh, Alba. Alba. Okay.
2: Yeah, you don't know, right write him, I hear?
0: I don't read normal uh, modern day players. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ross is like Elba is too modern for me. I, you are led by emotion and nostalgia, right? <laughs> I, I, I know. But look, I got I got you Franco Baresi, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and Ypstam, yeah. Um, holding midfield, uh, um, yeah, I think a lot um, from. Um, 20 years ago till now, you mean about the playmaker was uh, was your number 10, right? The Mm. playmaker nowadays is because the 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 you know, the the spaces have changed totally in 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 football. When when I look now at the holding midfielder, um, uh, the little fellow from Chelsea, like him, Kante, Kante, okay, yeah. Yes, of course. Uh, right. Um. Up top, probably. Um, yeah, I have to go with Marco from Boston then. Number ten. So you only got only go one midfielder. No, no, no. I I skipped two. Midfield, some. I, I bought myself some time to think about
1: it. <laughs> you Okay, one midfielder, one striker. They say, let me think about the rest now." <laughs> uh, okay.
2: Let's put as an eight uh, at Cardiff. Okay. As a ten, Kaka.
1: Kaka. Yeah. Okay.
2: Oh my God. Uh wow. I really didn't didn't expect this question. Uh who would I put on the left? Hmm. maybe? Yeah, but uh, if you put so many Dutch players in that team, why did they never become world champions? <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot sell that. <laughs> Got to be a foreigner. It's a left winger. Oh my god! And 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 let, let me help Going back to your favorite era. Um, now, now there's. Who would you put you there? <laughs> right. <Ryan Giggs. laughs> I knew he was gonna say gigs. Right, right. Giggs? Did you say right?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, I
2: did. Uh yeah, yeah, definitely. No. <laughs> no, you're right. I'll give you gigs. Okay, right antenna right
1: right is Kentana.
2: Yeah, why not? Right. right.
0: Okay, As a false that's ring interesting,
2: on the right? wing. He's obviously not have Kafu uh, behind him. So, you know, um, you know creates the space and releases Kafu. Yeah. Inside winger. Okay.
0: That's good. Anyways, there's one uh, comment from your player. No. Hyrule Shiran says he looks like Jason Statham from the movie Transporter. I think it's called... Is it transporter or train sponsor? No. No,
1: I transporter. Started. Transporter. Oh my god. I, I thank
0: that... Take oh, that as a compliment.
1: To... It is a compliment, to... man. He,
0: he he wants to start the game. That's it.
1: <laughs> he wants to, Friday, Hyrule wants to start the game.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and then we have a reply
0: now. Oh, have got a reply from another teammate of his teammate madhu said hyrule you're gonna sit on the bench <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah i think that's fair that's fair i, don't know. <laughs> I was gonna
1: <laughs> delete his comment now he's like oh my god how do i delete this off <laughs>
2: all right
0: uh peter thanks a lot for taking the time to speak to us always a pleasure um no worries no yeah so uh, anyone else watching in belsey is uh hey, playing hey, at hey. home we, oh you Peter, got something sorry.
1: Be, before before we end the last time we actually had had the interview with you i'm not sure if you remember uh, i i was pointing it out to ras uh, you guys had like a 15 minutes conversation on this player called dibala or or, or Dipola.
0: Dipola.
1: Uh, uh you had this long yeah. conversation about him any chance we get to see him in the Ballester team
2: <laughs> sorry <laughs>
1: Any chance we get to see Di Paula play for the Ballester team? Nah, not one arm
2: there. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I will
0: question you big time if you play him. If you sign <laughs> him and you know, play him.
1: Ras will have sleepless nights.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, thinking, yeah, it's please. been fun. It's been fun. Thanks a lot, uh, Peter, for joining in the fun. Um. Kel, will you be there on on Saturday, not Saturday, on Friday, Friday night, 7.45, kickoff at Topail Stadium?
1: I'll be there in my heart and soul, but I'll also be streaming it That means you're not going to be there. Yes, uh, you know, but yeah, definitely catching it on YouTube now with the games uh, streaming on YouTube. Very, very uh, convenient um, to watch the game live.
0: Okay, so I'm hoping to be there. I hope if all goes well, I should be there for the game at uh topayu stadium so see you there peter and uh, cheers have a good one so do, let's not keep him away from his dinner as well so this is us signing out ciao bye-bye
2: no, thank you thanks for having me
0: welcome